0: Hello, and welcome to Prusa Live 28. Uh, super excited to have you all here. Uh, I'm joined, as always, with uh, Mikla Sousa and hey. Joseph Prusa. Uh, I'm Matt Stoltz, and we've got a great show for you guys tonight. Um, uh, we have Aura from Synthetic Ephemera with us tonight uh, to talk about uh, the resin printing that she does with SL1 and the kind of cool techniques that she uses. Um, but we've got some exciting news when it comes to resin printing that some of you guys may have already heard, and we're going we're gonna to talk about a little bit later on. But before we get to that, uh, let's talk about our, our Prusa Printer's Picks of the Week. What you got, Mickey?
1: I don't have an SLA print today, because I thought this stream would be full of SLA prints. But I have a SpaceX fanboy Griffin. So nice. if you, if you if you follow SpaceX, they have these huge titanium grid fins, the single biggest pieces of casted titanium in the world, and yeah, when the booster re-enters the atmosphere, this is what they use to steer the rocket, which is ridiculous. Like it's a skyscraper going down, at, yeah, 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 like orbital speeds. Anyway, yeah, so this is an awesome uh, print by M Boyer. It is of course on Prusa printers, I believe I have it. Open right here. Yeah, and it uh, prints flat like this. Uh, needs just a, like a microscopic amount of, of support from the bottom. But yeah, I like it. It doesn't really have any purpose other other than that it looks cool. So
0: there you go. Nice, very nice. Uh, so my my print is not a resin print either, um, but it is the beginning of summer and uh, summer is is time for Tiki. Um, So this is the the Tiki vase. Uh, It also comes in like a a, a soda or beer can koozie. Um, uh, This is by our our good friend, friend Bugman 140. Um, But yeah, Uh, and it's printed. I printed it in the uh, the Mystic Brown, which in vase mode comes out very, very purple. It looks gorgeous on
1: the video. It's like
0: very trippy. How it's, yeah, like, it's shines. it's it's yeah, it's it a just, great print. And of course, I mean, in the mystic stuff, it looks so it, good.
2: It, it, on the video, it just looks like darkness and a
0: reflection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a fun print. I'm going to print some more of them uh, as soon as my wife saw it. She, of course, asked for it for succulent pots. So I'm going to print some some short and, and fat ones uh, for some pots awesome. for her. So
1: Joe, yeah, you have an un- unusual print. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of cheating.
2: These are not on Prusa printers. But if enough yes. people ask for it, uh, we'll <laughs> put them there. They are our internal tests. And my print is actually an SLA print. And I was teasing it on Twitter. So this is the full build volume of the SL1S speed. And I was asking people, people on Twitter what they guess is the print speed on this. And it is actually 57 minutes. So the full height... You can, you know, fill the volume, uh, and as I was saying, that we are not sure of the actual speed limits of the SL1s. Yeah, so this is uh, for quick prototyping, actually, quite, quite amazing. And This is 300 microns, which is not a very usual print height because uh, not many SLA printers can shine enough UV light to cure the resin. And this one is our another test model. And this is 200 microns, and this is 1 hour, 49 minutes. That's and this is the full build v- volume. So we are
1: quite amazed what, what we can do it's with, that, with the crazy, ri- yeah, Ridiculously fast. And uh, in the promo material, I think we say, yes, yeah, sub- like two hours for the draft mode. And that's still being pretty conservative, because yeah. if you use the clean resin like Joe did, uh, and kind of dollar r- layer height, you can really get ridiculous speeds. Yeah,
2: this is uh, this is more of a tease because it cannot be done with every, every resin. Yeah, because you need for the uh, for the light to be able to pass through the material. But definitely for quick prototyping, it is amazing.
0: Yeah, which is great for clear resin and plenty of things you're going to want to paint anyways. So, yes. you know, why not? Um, that's that's amazing. Um, super cool. And yeah, uh, with that, um, (laughs) I guess that's already, that's already moving, moving on in. Uh, so we'll, we'll move on into our new segment, which, uh, is all about the SL1S launch. Um, so yeah, that, that S is for speed as, as we're, we're talking about there. Um, so, uh, yeah. What all do we have that, that, uh, is this upgrade?
1: I mean, it sounds like we just slapped a monochrome screen on it, but like the opposite <laughs> opposite is the true. And right. uh, for example, there is like four times as more powerful UV LED grid, and before there was like a small UV matrix and then like a refle- lef- reflector that yeah. um, targeted the light upwards. But now uh, there are these like big cells where there's a UV LED in the middle and there are lenses on top of it. That direct the uh, the r- rays uh, to be like parallel and go straight through the pixels, yeah. so that it's even more accurate. So yeah,
2: but uh, actually these uh, lens arrays yeah. are quite common now. Yeah, but the thing is that you know we always like to go a step further, and there is a special masking. Uh, how would you say it? A grid underneath, mm-hmm. which actually enables us to have like very, very, very even exposure time over the whole yeah. print area. I guess you remember, uh, or you saw online people like uh, putting sheet of paper on the LCD screen, and you see like the grid. We we minimize that, so the exposure time is uh, is completely the same. And we are for for this grid, We are actually using our new
1: carbon fiber oh, yeah, right. PC uh, blend. Right. This is this is a printed part, right? Yeah, and it can survive the pretty intensive heat yeah. that that is produced uh, and UV
2: exposure, and for a long time. Yeah. so that is quite quite amazing. And it's
0: it's great it's great to see like us coming out with these these new products and then automatically putting them into use into back into our products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: there are many op- optimization uh, you know on the on the first side the print, printer actually looks quite similar to SL1 but there is a lot of changes and a lot of yeah. optimizations under the hood. So we were actually questioning ourselves if we should call it SL2 or SL1S because we definitely think that amount of speed increase uh, it should be enough for calling it SL2. But we decided we decided to go with the SL1S speed
0: because the and, speed is amazing. Right. Uh, and, Mickey, and Mickey's pulling it out there, but it's it's not just. It's yeah, not there... just about the the LEDs or you know anything else. That there's I mean, a new VAT system uh, yeah. included also.
1: There is a reason why uh, the release article is you know this long. If you, yeah. if you go, go on yeah. on Prussia Printer's blog, you can of course read it all. But yeah, there are so so many changes. So one of them uh, is the new uh, plastic wet. So it is cheaper, which is great because people can now buy. You know, several. You can. There is like an <laughs> injection molded or vacuum form vacuum formed. Yeah, uh, we, we lid. have we have the lid, so you can you can have
2: more for the resin you are printing. We would not suggest to leave the unused resin there for a long time because you should, uh, you know, after every print or at least every couple of prints, uh, like uh, filter it so there are no like loose parts and yeah. But it is definitely nice, so you don't have to uh, clean the wet before using different prints or, or different resins.
1: Which I think we will talk about with our guest, but that yes. will come in a, in a moment. Uh, yeah, so that's one of the things. There's also, I mean, uh, you know, the little thing like having 25% bigger print platform, yeah. which is pretty significant. Uh, it's now. It looks a little bit different. It has angled sides, and yeah. yeah, it's bigger, and the print goes basically all the way to the side. Yeah, the the sloped sides were like
2: one of the most uh, requested things. Yeah. it's yeah. nice.
0: I like it. Yeah, it keeps uh, the but, resin
2: off the top. Yeah, but in our testing, it, there was no big difference. But you know, we listened to everyone. Yeah. And we are quite happy. We are now uh, also starting to work with uh, some partners for uh, more uh, specific use cases like medical printing. And, you know, we, uh, as we were always open about this, uh, we do not aim this printer to, you know, buy it if you want to print a couple of figures a year. Uh, so it's such a shame that, you know, people, people still think that we are aiming to compete with cheap throwaway printers you can buy yeah. for 200 bucks because this, this is a, a
1: workhorse you yeah, can, you can like, have for years. People say that they print the same, but we, we have the printers in our office yeah. and they do not print the same. It's a pretty different experience, both, you know, working with the printer and the print result
0: itself. So they're, yeah. they're just built so rock solid, and it's yeah. Yeah. it's I very mean, noticeable. We were we were talking it about it kind so of beforehand. Heavy. If, yeah. if, if you want to know the difference, just pick up an SL1 yeah. versus yeah. pick up oh. like just lift it up, and you'll instantly yeah. be able to tell yeah. the, I mean, the build quality. Difference. I mean, I
2: don't I don't want to get too specific, but just the bill of materials of the SL1 and SL1s is significantly more than the fully assembled Mark III.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, and and you were talking about the longevity of it too. Uh, you know, we we obviously added in the monochrome screen, so you're you're getting the faster exposure times because of because of the monochrome screen and and better light blocking. But those monochrome screens also come with better lifespans, also. Yes, um, it's four times longer the lifespan actually. Yeah, yeah. So. Is... Uh, so you're so the, you're going the, to be replacing your screens a whole lot less if you're doing production work.
2: Yeah. the 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 reason why is that actually on the standard normal screens, uh, the UV light just passes through the blue pixels, and uh, the red and green are just abs- absorbing all the amount of UV radiation, which is like two thirds.
1: Yeah, and turning it into heat. Yeah, I assume it it is yeah.
2: even more than two thirds because you know. The pixel is the pixel, and then there is the area around. yeah, like, uh, you you can know it uh, from VR oh. the screen door effect. And the the space between the pixel also absorbs the the excess radiation. and it heats up the display and we are cooling it and we were cooling it even on SL one. But you know there's still a lot of energy going into into this space and it is also the reason why we chose not to go for the 4k screen Mm -hmm. because uh, if you have smaller pixels you still have to have the circuitry around it so it is so much less efficient and you know we couldn't go as fast and we think that you know uh, msla printing deserves to be pretty fast especially if you are i mean if you are uh in the dentist office and you want to print the set of the models for making invisible braces you can do couple sets a day now instead of you know yeah having to run it, it overnight is so
1: much faster yeah yeah
0: yeah and and i think i think that's a big point like when we first started talking about the sl1s and you guys were like telling me how fast this was going you know i think i think that was a, a major point is for actual production or someone who's using this you know in a work environment You know, you're now being able to get a couple prototypes out within, you know, a single workday. You're not, you're not waiting overnight for things to come back out, and you know, so, so that takes, that takes the potential of getting things, you know, down to, you know, a couple days rather than a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I, I was uh, talking on uh, after the release in the Facebook groups, and I see Tom, uh, Tom Kamin is in the chat. And I was e- explaining the fact that if you are doing mass production, obviously the bigger volume is uh, better because you can have more of the same, and you can print. You know, each layer takes the same time, but actually, if you just want one print, then it really depends on the on the speed you can go, right. uh, because you don't care if you have more of the same, and for prototyping, and if you. If you really just need one of the same,
1: this is the way to go. Uh, Someone in chat was again circling to 4K screen, so yeah, basically at this size it would block more light, it would slow the print down. We are already with the 2K screen at 50 micron resolution, so basically if you want to see pixel, you, you have to either take a microscope or use a macro lens on your camera. Take a macro photo and then you know enlarge it really really big and mm-hmm. then you can maybe make out the pixels. Yeah. But yeah, basically at this size, like there would be very little advantage to 4K screen and some disadvantages. So. Yeah, and also
2: also uh, what makes much bigger difference is to have two lens arrays. So, yeah. So the rays from two uh, LEDs when they go up, they don't like, overshoot which creates
1: uh, yeah. sections which are overexposed and they are not as sharp. Again, don't want to name anyone, but having a 4K screen and the light going through the pixels sideways kind of mitigates the extra resolution, because the ray isn't going where the pixel yeah. is lighting up. So yeah. it's kind of. Uh, and you know,
2: as, as I saw so many posts, oh, it, it is just the same as the every other mono printer. Yeah, it's not. Uh, For example, uh, someone was asking if they get the sensor or probe for actually probing the screen and the uniformity of the light. So what we do in the factory, we have huge testers and we test the emissivity of each every screen. uh, And we take that information and uh, burn it into the LCD driver. Yeah. Which is uh, the chip which controls the LCD. It is stored there. And when you plug a new screen into the, into the SL1S, it reads that and adjusts that. So when you replace the screen, you don't have to tune the settings, which is, uh, I think, exactly what people want, uh, at least the uh, group of customers we are aiming with this printer. Because as I said many times, there is no point uh, for us to try to compete with cheap throwaway printers because we never could go down close to 200 bucks, and yeah. I would certainly not want to
1: put something like that out. Just really quickly, someone in the chat also talked about the carbon filter and if it, like how it smells. So yeah, the SL one has an uh, activated carbon filter, and it makes like. With the combination of, like, f- fine-tuned the uh, fan uh, speed basically, so it doesn't, you know, blast all the air out unnecessarily. It only blasts so much that it cools itself enough. Uh, it makes a really significant difference. Like, I wouldn't put the printer in my bedroom, of course. But if you're like, you know, in like, if it's in a workspace, you really barely notice it. Only when someone opens it up. Then, like you're oh oh there's a resin printer in the room but otherwise it's like very very minimal yeah. and definitely way way less smelly than yeah. other printers and all, also also the this problem comes from uh, I would say
2: very wild uh, uh, resin receipts because uh, and th- there might be something on the way which uh, yeah will improve this even more which uh, which doesn't happen Weird smells. You have no idea what is it. Yeah. Wink, 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 wink. But also, <laughs> uh, also, also uh, when he showed the video of the filter, yeah. there is an adapter available. If you, if you yeah. are, you know, having multiple, or if if you are really printing all day, you can just uh, slap an adapter and went out of the space, which is the which is the best way. You don't have to care for for the filters and it will never get smelly.
1: Can nice. you talk about the boost board? If you order the upgrade, yes, there are several things inside, including like a boost board. Yeah. Uh, there isn't anything super exciting to talk about. It's just yeah. it's necessary to, to yeah. make the right voltage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: with uh, yeah. four times more power going into the UV, UV uh, light source, we had to switch out the power supply. And thanks to the economy of scale, we are actually using the power supply, which comes with the Mini. Yeah. And you get a little adapter. You get the new uh, new array, new uh, tilt platform, new LCD. Uh, you will have the same printer as the SL1S, which uh, comes out of the factory. Nice. Yes.
0: Yeah. Now- you know something that's becoming a little bit more commonplace, but we were we were one of the early ones to kind of uh, create something like this. We don't just have the the S one we also have the the C W one. Yes, and now there's the C W ones too. There's been some some updates to to that platform also. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that, Mickey?
1: Yeah, uh, it's not a huge difference, but very nice quality of life thing. Uh, the platform is covered with. Is it PEI or FEP? One of those. Either way, uh, it's not. It doesn't get sticky. You can clean it really easily. And the difference, uh, we will be releasing, I think, printed parts, so you can yeah. do the upgrade yourself. Yeah. And uh, FEP foil. So yeah, we there. There is uh, an upgrade to CW1s, uh, right. but oh uh, yeah, but we will be releasing the files and everything, and you can still use your. Cw1, yes. it's still yes. and also also. Uh, when we released the Cw1, uh,
2: there were a lot of, you know, uh, copycats right after that. But we keep adding new features like resin heating, yeah, which is yeah. especially important for some specialty resins which need to be printed at constant temperature, and other.
0: Stuff like that. Yeah, I have to yeah. say
1: the CW one really like makes it
0: like Yeah, I'm, it's it's the it's washer such a dryer difference. it's the washer dryer combo for sure. It's you know, oh. it gets it gets everything done for I mean, you. So yeah, I mean, for those of you that don't know about the CW one, it it, it does all these functions, it cleans your print afterwards, it post cures your print, it heats your resin. Uh yeah, it's
1: yeah, I, I I still wear a glove, but it's it is just so so much less dirty to just you know take the platform wash it in the yeah in the CW1S and um, let mean, it cure it
2: and when, when you are just uh, playing this video and i see us flipping the case up i mean yeah that's that's another like small thing but uh, uh but when i was playing with other printers i i just don't get it how people can function with just like the lid which you have yeah. put out put on and it doesn't
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: It's the small small things
0: that yeah. end up really annoying quality,
2: you over time.
1: Quality of life. Yeah. All right, we've been we've been bubbling about the SL1 for quite a while. How about we let yeah. someone else join us to talk about this? Yeah, SLR absolutely.
3: Printing?
0: Yeah, it is time to bring our guest in. Uh so we are being joined by Aura from Synthetic Ephemera. And Aura uh actually uses hey, our uh Uh, She uses our our SL1, the the current one, uh, for production work in her business where she makes uh, ball joint dolls. Um, uh, (laughs) And so, uh, Aura, why don't you explain, you know, to start (laughs) off, what exactly is a ball joint doll?
3: Hi, so um, ball jointed dolls, the quick and dirty is they are traditionally resin casted, not resin printed dolls that use a ball and socket system that are strung with elastic. And that looks like this. Nice. So elastic. Uh-huh. In this case it's a kind of peanut shaped joint. Mm-hmm. And then and so, they're poseable.
0: So so my like He Man characters from or uh uh he-man action figures from being a kid would would those be considered like ball joint dolls or like gi joes because i know they have the elastic inside of them too and
3: if the if the joints are free floating or or attached to like like free floating this is what i mean when i say free floating yeah. or say the a joint was attached to one limb and the elastic was through yes if they okay. were the pin and hinge style where it was like right. a, it had a pin through it then they're pin and hinge dolls Right. And some of those do have elastic in it because they're using it as the tensioner to keep things where they want it. Mm -hmm. Um, but for at least in the, the ball jointed doll community, when people say ball jointed dolls, they mean the ones that have either free floating or, um, attached to one limb joints that are using elastic from the neck all the way down to the feet and from, um, wrist to wrist through the body cavity
0: neat. Yeah, so so you said that previously, they were done as a, as a cast technique. Um, but now you've taken that of, you know, skip all those molds and <laughs> uh, and be able to be able to do it with 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 resin printers. So you, mm-hmm. you essentially get the same, the same quality of output from them. But the ability to customize I imagine is is much greater.
3: It, it it is it. I mean, there's there's still something to be said for hand sculpting and making your master and casting it. But there are things that can be done now with three D printing that you'd be hard pressed to do with a mold because it's just not going to be moldable. Whereas right. you can print it out and it's just there, it's done. Um, and we're also doing we're making um, our masters in three D print and then using those to make casted as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so nice. it's being it's being utilized in both aspects, not just. It's not, the casting hasn't gone away. Uh, In fact, casting is still the primary function by which these dolls are created, but there's more and more people turning to 3D printing to make their dolls.
1: One specific way you're using our printers, and that's actually (laughs) something that we haven't really even talked about uh, the SL1S, and that's the tilting mechanism. And it has some advantages, like, you know, it's much faster, it peels, you know, better because it peels it gradually, but you are taking advantage of another thing, and that's that it stirs the resin when it tilts.
3: Yes, so, uh, and this comes from the casting, the poured casting, um, everybody adds glitter to their poured casted resin, Uh and I was like, I want to know if I can do this in the 3D printer resin, because it's a similar resin, they're not the same, but they're similar. So I just dumped a bunch of glitter and mica <laughs> in one of my vats one day, and lo and behold, it works. Um, the tilt function, though, uh, on the, the SL1 is I, I would say it's the biggest factor to getting successful glitter prints because of the tilt function. It keeps mm-hmm. the suspension of all the particles. it It acts as a stirring mechanism. So what a lot of people who have tried this have found, if they're using machines that don't have a tilt or a wipe function, all their glitter or mica just settles to the bottom and you'll get the first couple of layers of your print, mm-hmm. which is usually your supports, <laughs> will have all the glitter and then your print will have nothing else in it.
1: Do, do we have Thomas uh, watching our stream? Yeah, he, <laughs> he also experimented with, with this right. and had pretty great success using yeah. the, the SL1. And bear with the others.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely a big help. So, like, Uh, yeah,
1: but
2: but I I have to put out the disclaimer that uh, I'm not sure if this is. I mean, if you break the printer, if this will be covered by warranty. (laughs) (laughs) So far, I haven't had. I mean, but but you know that that is uh, you know covering us. But there are some resins which are by default suspensions, like the like the ceramic resins. Yeah, por- bit, porcel- bit,
0: yeah, porcelite. Yeah.
2: But, you know, I uh, I can imagine uh, after this show, uh, a lot of people putting weird stuff into their resins.
3: <laughs> so that, that particular one you're showing right now, that's not edited. There's no trickery or anything going on. That's incredible. actually that bright and glowing wow. like that. Just raw off out that of the print amazing. bed. And, and that's all mica and dye in yeah. clear resin.
2: Yeah, I, I I'm thinking like with mica if you have like fine ground mica, there 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 is no way how you can damage it, but no. know, the big glitters.
3: Yeah, big big I I don't advise people to use big glitter because it does tear up the fep. It gets under it gets digs in underneath the edges of the fep. I haven't had it leak yet, but if you don't want to have to go through FEP a lot, don't use glitter. Mica, no problem. Because it's about the same consistency as a lot of the pigments and some of the mm-hmm. heavier pigmented yeah. resins. So it's it's not really much different.
1: It is maybe a little bit hard to make in the in the stream, but yeah, it's basically very fine glitter galaxy-like. It's just... Yeah, um, it uh, reminds me a lot of like the car
2: metallic paints, because yeah. I think they are using Mica too. Yeah. Yeah. And Probably. It, so is there the same effect as with the car paint? Uh, well, what I mean is that you basically have to paint the, the parts of the car in the direction they are going to be on the car, because then the the uh, mica would set a different angle.
3: Yes. So um, you you basically need to align the part that how you want to view it with the vat bottom or the print bed um, or it it does show up to an extent but the vast majority of what you see is going to be whatever surface is aligned mm. with the, mm-hmm. the vat be just because of how the layers work yeah um and if you tilt your part ever so slightly it causes it to be viewable at at a little bit mm. more um uh, extreme angle than just straight on very interesting. I
2: was wondering about this when I saw your prints. So I'm glad I got the answer that, actually, <laughs> the, the orientation matters. Yeah,
3: yeah that's why, why you notice it, all the ones that I have on the beds, instead of them being, um, like, the body parts being horizontal um, or vertical, they're all horizontal with a slight tilt, which is something most people try not to do because then you're having more support contact points. But it's the only way to really get that flash um, on the fronts and the backs of the parts where you want it to be viewed most.
0: They are super cool. Uh, do you have any of the, the dolls that you've designed? Do you, do you have a favorite of these? Anything that... that
3: Like one of the, the favorite print colors so far?
0: Or, or yeah, one of your favorite print colors, combinations, but also just characters that you've made, you know, anything super unique or interesting.
3: So that bright blue one's for sure That one that almost glows is so far my favorite mix that I've done just because it I mean yeah, it's the it's one so bright cool. and glowy and it's like it, it's, it's insane yeah yeah um, and yeah, then um, yeah doll wise um, I, I like this is all one version of a doll that mm-hmm. I've been printing that I that I sculpted um but it's fun oh. when I get customer requests for like wings and things like the the pink one that you had, that's one of mine. Uh, the, that's actually a doll head. <laughs> is, <laughs> it a, is it a
1: doll head? It's, it's yeah, it looks like, yeah, it's a, skull. a doll head. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, like a cow that skull. was, yeah, that one was really fun too. And it, it, um, it worked out really well with the glitter and the mica, um, it's got antlers that attach to it, but I couldn't fit them mm-hmm. on the SL1 build plate, so they got mm-hmm. printed separately.
1: Oh, I also, oh, this is some, I can see. So, oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's actually a sculpt by my, um, one of my friends, Bat Chicks, but she let me print it with one of my mica mixes that's kind of an opalescent. Um,
1: that, that's another, like, I love this, the the, the effect that the mica is having.
0: Yeah, it's really gorgeous. I I remember we talked about this one a few months ago, and it's just such a cool print. So do you know
1: how how long it it took you to print something like this?
3: She was probably about eight or nine hours.
1: So with the upgrade, you'll you'll be able to do it in like four. Yeah. which, Which is awesome so yeah
3: i'm super excited about the the speed improvement because i mean the the build plates full of the body parts that you've shown a couple of times already those take me those take me about four hours right now because mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't have a lot of z height yeah but i mean if i can crank out You know like six dolls seven dolls a day now that would be awesome (laughs) so so So... there
2: is already a joke about the speed uh, inside our company so when uh, when uh, David uh, was testing it uh, one of our colleague uh, Mm -hmm. Honza uh, came to him that he needs to print uh, uh, buttons for uh, for a suit and he started it and uh, Honza started to go away and he said Where are you going? It will be done in like
3: five minutes. Just wait here. (laughs) Nice. That's great. Yeah, this this speed is definitely uh, because I come from using um, laser based Hmm. machines, which are slow. I mean, they're great, but they're slow. They're incredibly slow. So, I mean, the SL1 alone is fast by a what I'm used to, and then now the SL1S is just gonna make yeah. that even.
1: The unintuitive thing is that it doesn't matter how many parts you put on the build plate, the only thing that matters is the tallest object on it, which, yeah. uh, even after like, I don't know, is it two years since we released the SL1, I, I still am having a hard time like getting used to it, Yes. that, you know, this... And this is the same height, so yeah. yeah, pretty much the same when you look look at it time wise,
3: yeah it, I, if if people are are doing like production level printing where they need to just do a lot of stuff, you can't beat the speed of this style of printer because it's yeah, you can load the board up with all your parts, and it's gonna take the same amount of time if you just do one,
1: yeah. yeah. Which is the difference to to a
3: laser, yeah,
2: but, but I I guess Mickey that that comes from the fact that we we started with FDM printers.
1: That's true. Some people
2: just yeah. started with uh, SLA yeah. or I am you know, my, my resin brain printing. is forever uh, uh, yeah. hardwired for G code. Yeah. And, <laughs>
1: yeah. and Two pops with plastic. Yeah, I, you know,
2: I have like G code simulator in my. In my head, that when we change settings, I can I can simulate <laughs> in my head how it's going to look after printing, but I don't have that for for the S L A. Yeah. You know, I still have to try
0: try a lot. Yeah. Now we we see a, a video there of the the mica powder being mixed. Um, where are you sourcing your mica powders? If, if people wanted to to get. Get started with this. Is there any particular brand or place where you're getting them? Um, you know what's what's the technique that you're
3: using? There? So I use um, if it'll focus. It's art. Well, that's not mirrored. It's Arteza. Um, but to be honest, you can use any mica um, as long as it's either synthetic mica or ethically sourced mica. Um, that's really, I mean, I've used all sorts of different brands. I just, I currently have a big 60 pack of all the colors that Arteza makes. Um, and then for glitter, you can do glitter. That actually has mica and glitter in it. That's the azure blue, the the Prusa resin azure mm-hmm. blue with um, mica and glitter in her.
2: So, so um, is, is, is it the same with mica as it is with glitter? uh but and what i mean once you work with glitter you will have it everywhere for a very long time
3: <laughs> Mica's the same way it's just less noticeable because it's <laughs> fine powder instead of little teeny okay. chunks it you will notice it like the inside of um the inside I'm, of my mo eyes are sparkly from all the is, mica is, that I I mean, i've put I in mean, them
2: is your computer mouse like uh, mica ish uh, no scene? oh
3: no no, yeah. um, the the surface that our SL one on is on is though it's it's sparkly and mica colored, so it does get everywhere. Um, it, it's not as noticeable though as glitter. It's not like you're gonna be you know three weeks later looking at yourself in the mirror and like what? It's Where is not this not glitter? From? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it uh it. it does seem like precautions with anything with resin printing precautions should be made yeah um, uh be be careful spilling this stuff uh yeah super cool uh do you have any other like tips or techniques you know for actual like production resin printing anything that that you have found over the the years that really helps you out
3: um more always go heavier with your supports than you think you're gonna need and then back down because having a failed print
1: yeah. right off the
3: bat is super discouraging and you can always back your support density and, and thickness down after the fact once you ensured that it will just print. Um Are you hollowing your prints? Uh with the dolls, they actually have their channels for the elastic already That's built right. in. So That's they're true. kind of but um for larger stuff that um like I've done um if I can get it picked up off my that's a horn um mm-hmm. for a doll and it's this one isn't hollowed just because of how small it is, but yeah. larger ones I will hollow out just to save on the resin um and then you know the suction forces to keep yeah. those as low as possible um,
2: i I want to ask uh do you do you uh coat your parts before before you send them out like with u v uh u v
3: yeah. Protective um, paint. Yeah, I use uh, especially for the the transparent glitter dolls just to retain the shine. I mm-hmm. use a um, archival grade uh, high gloss, so it's yeah. got UV protectants built in, and then it also yeah. retains that shine. Um, like this is the difference. This is not coated, so it's pretty dull. And then this is coated, so it's yeah. It's shiny. shiny, yeah, very yeah. shiny. Yeah. And it also restores some of the transparency because I mean, anyone yeah. who's dealt with dealt with transparent resin, the second you wash it, it just fogs.
2: Yeah, uh, but, but but also also it greatly increases longevity of the prints because yeah. you know by by default they are they are not UV, they have to be UV transparent to be able to yeah be, to be cured, but basically if you would have, I mean if you would have the print close to a window that it would degrade the print for for a long time and you know it wouldn't last that long or it will deform yeah so definitely, they, and, def- definitely use the coating
3: yeah and the 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 casted dolls are the same way the the polyurethane resin is UV sensitive now it's not as nearly UV sensitive as the printed resin, but it's some of the same there's a lot of crossover between the two just because they are resins and they're UV sensitive and they break down over time. So yeah, coating even if like even if you're not using a transparent print and you're using something else, they make matte um, finish UV protectant sprays. Hit your parts with those, your resin parts. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna keep them from yellowing, it's gonna keep them from degrading. You're not you know, I still wouldn't stick it in a sunny window, but it at least it helps over the long term yes yeah
0: fantastic well if anyone was interested in seeing more of your work uh obviously we we have the instagram there um and if anyone is interested in purchasing any of your dolls where would where would they go to to get some of that
3: um my instagram or my website which is synthetic ephemera.com wonderful
0: well thank you very much for for joining us yes
1: Thanks. It was very interesting. it was very. Awesome. You yeah, it was very cool. Thank you very, for having me. Very different topic than I would normally, uh, re- like I know what's the word, uh,
0: research. So it was very interesting for me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but <laughs> I think, but it's coming. it's a great it's a great you know explanation of one of those things that the the SL1 kind of is able to do because of the Super cool the functions case. in it. But, yeah. yeah.
3: The the tilt function is I. Glitter glitter and microprinting can be done without a tilt function, but um you won't catch me ever doing it without a tilt <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: well fantastic all right so, thanks, a lot thank thanks you. again and we will talk to you again
3: yep bye 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 bye
0: super cool stuff yeah yeah, I just I love learning new techniques and everything else. You know, I may I never may never print a ball joint doll myself, but that doesn't mean that I might not want to add mica powder into, you know, some other print for, you know, something else. And so, yeah, very very I cool love
1: stuff. Galac- all our galaxy uh like filaments, galaxy black, galaxy silver and all of those. Yeah. So, I think adding mica or glitter to Resin is something I might have to try soon.
0: Well, and, and similar to the Mystics too, right? You get that, that color shift. Yeah, and the sheen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. All right, so um, let's talk about our Prusa our Live contest winners.
1: All right, I'm just going to close a thousand Instagram, <laughs> uh, Instagram tabs. And like it always happens, uh, Google signs me out once every two weeks, and it always happens exactly on. Yeah, at, the, at the worst moment. That's... I
0: I started I intentionally on a Tuesday, uh, the Tuesday <laughs> before show. I logged myself out, logged myself <laughs> back in to change the 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 timing mm. off of yeah.
1: doing right, in the middle of so the Right, I have number three coming up. It was really right. really pretty hard competition uh, for it, this it <laughs> So we have Jason of Beat Printing at number three and his T-800 bust from
0: Terminator. I, I like that he has this photo collage here that he shows the entire yeah. process that he went through to, exactly. to go from you know, the base print to adding <laughs> all the different, uh, oh, the, like the just... different layers.
1: <laughs> he's showing, what's he, what's he inserting in there? Is that like? I, I did miss that.
0: Oh, let's see. Is it a piggyback of some sort? Is that oh
1: I mean there it goes. Neat. Will it will it start the eyes or something? <laughs> yes, yeah, so nice. That's that's number three. Congrats, Jason.
0: Yeah. And and again, uh, for those of you that that may not have seen previous shows, uh, Every, every show, uh, we have this Show Us Your Prints competition. And all you have to do to enter, enter is take a picture of one of your prints on uh, your, your SL1 or your Mark III or your mini uh, and send photos with the hashtag uh over Twitter. And you could have a chance to win some filament.
1: I mean, speaking about Sheen and you know Cool Shine, look at number two. Oh, look at it, it's also awesome. So oh, it's wow. by Derseb Osmhouse. House. Oh, sorry for <laughs> butchering that name, but that print
0: is incredible. Yeah, it's a super, uh, super cool model swamp thing there. And then doing it in the mystic green oh, is just that's perfect for so it. So good,
2: yeah. I mean, he says that the photos cannot uh, show the streaks very good, but even though in the photos, it, it looks, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: it purchase. looks great. Also, yeah, I have to, print. like, compliment... I don't know if it was intentional, but... Mm, the way the light strikes it, it really helps to show the form. If if it was yeah. lit from the front, it would hide yeah. all the details, but because those details are casting shadow, it's... Yeah, like, this is how you would light a portrait photograph or right. something. It's very nice, it, actually. It's
0: a well-lit shot.
1: Yeah. All right, yes. and we are moving to... Number one.
0: This this
1: one is also incredible. It's by 3D Cave, or also known as Florida Man. Yeah. Look at it. Absolutely incredible. His yeah, Mark III. So <laughs> you can see he yeah. likes to tinker, like. That's. So I I,
0: I remember yeah. we've seen his Mark III before with all yeah. those mods put on there and everything yeah, else. Yeah. It's it's yeah, really yeah. incredible. But yeah, this is this is really just a matter of of you know that's a lot of pieces and a lot of parts. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know our colleague Shane uh, had, I, I, had I, made I, this I, also. I,
2: I love the fact print is still kind of on the bed, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just sort of. Wow. Yeah, incredible work. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, very cool. So, yes, congratulations to all of our winners this week. And uh, yeah, I will shoot you a message over Twitter. And uh, we'll get your prizes to
1: Oh, we have Florida Man in the chat. Nice. Congrats. Wonderful. Awesome that you're watching.
0: <laughs> Florida Man, DM me. So, fantastic. Uh, OK. Yeah. So, let's move on to our q and a. I'm hoping that we will have lots of questions about uh, the s l one.
1: There were a million questions already while we were talking about it and while we were talking with Ora. So hopefully those will come back again. We can scroll yeah. up, but there's a lot of happening yeah. in chat. So, yeah. if you yeah. have it's a... impossible to follow the chat, <laughs> yeah if you have a question, it would be best to pop up, you know write a question again now. But uh, I, I, I see that a lot of people are, are enjoying
2: the summer, because we have like that. Yeah, it's, I mean. And I, I don't blame them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm also, like, pleased that it's finally nice weather. I mean, it's yeah. a little bit too warm here. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's um, better I mean, than you, being you cold. You can see how red I am. Yeah, uh, I, I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm having a heat stroke. Yeah. Uh, Why is the name speed included? I mean, because it's fast. It's really,
2: really, really fast. Yeah, we, we really wanted to emphasize this because, uh, you know, as, as we see now, uh, a lot of people don't read the whole article and they just, oh, yeah. they just updated the mono screen. Yeah, because exactly. that That is
1: not true. Yeah. I mean, we printed this in 57 minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And this comparison, these are like, other printers that all also have monoscreen, with the exception of the SL1. And you can see that even compared to them, really the difference is quite jarring. One reason for that is the is the tilting mechanism that we talked about, because it is significantly faster to tilt uh, than to lift the platform up, yeah. wait for the resin to flow under it, and uh, to go yeah. slowly down again. Yeah, and also the, the amount of the
2: uh, <laughs> energy you can pump into the resin, because uh, the light array is quite powerful.
1: Yeah, apparently we should have just named it uh, like SL speed and it, it would be SLS. We actually thought about that and I, I know that that's a joke question but we thought about <laughs> that and we didn't do it because that would be so confusing. So, yeah, Prushad SLS and it would be an SLA machine that is called SL speed. Wow, that would be way too way too much confusing. Uh, do we plan to do an so1s assembly kit I don't think so I think we we are now moving only to assembled for the for the so assembly.
2: so uh, the, the thing is we we might consider it based on the on the amount of people who are asking for asking us but during the production it, it was not like with the FDM that you know majority were kits, uh, so we had to keep Another assembly line just for the kids, and it was a great hassle for not that many printers. And we much rather, uh, you know, focus on another printers than uh, just you know
1: making kit of the S L A, which doesn't get so many users. Planning to make affordable SLA printer. I mean, let's just say we are not quitting SLA development with the release <laughs> of SLA. <laughs> it'll, it'll be ridiculous, right? Yeah. So we will we will keep keep going and.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I mean, we we, we are we are considering many things, but the uh, the the cheap, and uh, I like to call them throwaway printers. Uh, the the competition is brutal, and you know. I'm not sure if enough people would uh, would care about, you know, being it much more reliable and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, as, as I mentioned, the, the, the bill of materials of the SL1 is quite high, and you definitely get what you pay for. And I'm not sure if, you know, if we have this, uh, what features we would have to depart when we would go for a much, much, much lower
1: uh, final price. But we are definitely considering it. I mean, some people are happy. Like kudos for not racing to the bottom of SLA printers in the chat. Yeah, I mean,
0: thanks. There. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 3D Guzner, I think I have have that name right now. Um, in Discord is asking if the low resin detection will work with the new Vats.
2: Yes. Yes, it does. They, they, they are. They are actually. Uh, where Where did I put it? Oh, it's here. Yeah, they're actually conductive. We 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 have to make it in composite so they mm-hmm. they
1: could uh, the the resin sensing might uh, still function. Is the web front end also available for the sl one? Yes, yes it is. And um uh, I'm sure it will be added to Prusa Connect as yes. well once yes, yes, once yes, yes, that's yes. out. We're actually in in beta test right now. Yes. So, right. yes. Progress is happening pretty rapidly. People outside the company have access to it. Yes. And they're, they seem to be pretty
0: excited about it. So
1: yeah, but they are also reporting all the things they would like to see in Connect. So it's yeah. a good thing we are doing yes. it because I'm sure everyone in chat right now would want access. But I'm, sh- it would be, it will be better when you get it when it's more polished. Yeah, we, right. we,
2: we, we actually, uh, how, how did we get to the beta testers we have now? we, we look at the people who have bigger print farms. And we are working with them because uh, you know that is the that is the crucial part we have to iron out before it goes out, because I mean if you have just single printer, uh, it will be perfect for you. But you know this is this is the use case,
1: so
0: fantastic.
1: Uh, slicer for iPad OS M1. So we do have. Built for M1 chips, but it's for macOS. Yeah, I believe there is something you can, you can use to run macOS apps on iPad OS or something like that. Uh, I'm, not I'm sure. quite not sure about that. Okay, but yeah, either way, we're not. Like we would have to rebuild everything for touch controls. We're not planning to do that at the moment. Yes, not no, not not right now. But we've we've made some progress on the
2: Chrome OS because that is what a lot of universities are using. So the latest, latest release has much bigger support for this. So it's much much less hassle to use it on Chrome OS, and I mean. I use iPads and other tablets, but I, could, I just can't imagine like preparing print jobs on it. I mean,
1: when you put the mm-hmm. keyboard to uh, the M One uh, iPad, it basically is, is the same as like yeah. the
2: But I mean, s- some people have just the have just the iPad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. but yeah, w- w- what I know is that we are slowly moving to a newer. Uh, version of OpenGL, but it should be more compatible with OpenGL ES, which is what you run on the mobile devices. So maybe, maybe someday we will have just like simplified slicer, where you just have like a lot less functions, because I can't, I can't think that it would be comfortable to use all the, all the settings on, on just that screen.
1: Would it be possible to make a continuous mode? I guess that's for the SO, someone else.
2: Uh, yes, uh, it depends on the on the film material. But the, the catch with the continuous printing is you can always print just, you know, you cannot print very uh, hefty parts because when you are pulling it continuously, uh, the material has to have time to flow mm-hmm. under the structure. Mm-hmm. And if you have something which is solid, like the base, it is very difficult because yeah. uh, the material before it goes into the middle,
0: it's already it, lifted. It's
2: so. it's already it's already cured.
0: So yeah, right. So and the it, and the vis- and the viscosity of the resins themselves make that all the yeah. slower. So the yeah, the, the thickness. Oh, so, so
2: so the continuous printing is obviously not a solution for ever print. It something is. like this might be possible.
1: Crucia Slicer 2.4. So, I believe that's like an alpha is coming quite rapidly because the team is now working on the changelog. I was just uh, playing with the dark mode on Windows. Yeah. And Sasha, the dev, has made really, really good progress. So, even though Windows doesn't support it, uh, she just hacked it in and yeah. manually recolored as many elements as she possibly could, even though some of them are not possible to change. Yeah. So I think now it looks pretty nice, and I, I will use it that way. Uh, Wi-Fi on the mini is still coming. It's still being developed, and it will also then be in the connect and everything. Isn't the 2.4 alpha already released? I know I cloned it from GitHub. Well, the source I mean, code is public. Uh, it is probably tagged. But it's it's <laughs> tagged. That's right. But there you know the change log is not done and the builds are not yeah, done. Yeah, there there is not a build so available. You can yeah. build it. Yeah. Uh brim for individual objects in Prusia Slicer. Yes, that's one of the things that's in, in Prusia Slicer 2.4 and it's pretty nice. Love it. Is it possible in the next firmware for the Mark 3 to have the bed leveling some similar to how Prusa Mini does it where it only heats up to one hundred and seventy? This is something that the community is kind of, I feel, separated. Like not, not they. It, there's not a unified opinion on it because some people love it, and some people are annoyed that it prolongs the start of the print a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know. But it's definitely is. There was the forum post about what what you guys want in the eight bit firmware for the Mark III, and this is one of the things that was discussed in there. So. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We still have like two or three minutes left for a few questions.
0: Someone was asking. Uh, I would Simon Carlo. Uh, I would like to print the parts of the X carriage again to make them more rigid. Can someone tell me if that if it is better to print them with Petchy with many parameters or in PC Blend? Um, well
2: uh, I would say with PC blend if you may uh, but, but you need to check if it's not uh, if it's not uh, bent that it was really good stuck to 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 the belt yeah. plate, and also you have to check that the channels for the for the bearings are nice and clean because the PC blend is much tougher and if uh, if there is a deb- debris in one of the channels and it Skews the uh, the bearing out of the alignment, it might create the grooves on the on the rods. So, so the PETG is much more forgivable forgivable in in this case, but
1: yeah, the PC blend is way to go. Jakub in the chat is saying that they are using the SL1 and they printed a kidney model for a school project. It's super cool, nice. Very cool. We also know that oh, Ikem, a like. Cool hospital slash lab. <laughs> one of the biggest. Yeah, the uh, biggest the in big- the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the
2: most reputable. One of the most reputable transplantology centers, yeah. in
1: at least in Europe. Yeah. They are also using it. And we yeah. know that, for example, they also printed kidneys. And you might be thinking, why would you print a kidney? Like, how do you use it? It's like uh, one of the things is making like haptic memory uh, where the veins are. So you can prepare for the surgery yeah. better because it's better than looking yeah. at 2D screen.
2: Yeah, and actually they 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 give the printed kidney to the to the donor afterwards. So so they actually didn't lose the kidney. Yeah, they, they get that like is a, so cool.
1: They get like a nice token in it's yeah. like it Help. is really nice. Yeah.
0: Hey, I helped save someone's life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a it nice works. token that you you did something that amazing.
0: That's very cool. We have time for probably one more. <laughs>
1: Okay, better choose a good one. But I feel like we answered really a lot of them. All right.
0: Well, we can call it there, then. Yes.
1: I mean, I guess guess we call it, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Uh, Thank you, Aura, for joining us. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Have a great two weeks. Uh, We will see you again soon, and uh, stay safe. Uh, keep printing and uh have a good summer
1: so bye everyone Bye. bye